Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show live on this Friday evening is game one of the NBA Finals in the books. Pretty easy victory for Denver last night. Uh, didn't seem like they were really threatened uh, all that much. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk some NBA Finals and NBA overall with our buddy Kurt Heelan. He is the lead NBA writer, managing editor at NBCSports.com. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Basketball Talk, and he's joining me here on the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Kurt, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes in Atlanta. Oh, thanks for having me on. You know, my producer and I were talking about this uh, last night, about the fact that Joker is so in control of a game. Like, when he goes stretches where he's not scoring, it's not because he doesn't want to score. It's because he's getting everybody else involved and doing some other things. It has been amazing in some of these playoff games that early on he takes a role where he's setting other guys up, getting them into the flow of a game, and then all of a sudden he comes in and turns it on for his own offense. Yeah, and I think that that's something the Heat wanted to avoid. They actually wanted to turn him into more of a scorer and didn't execute that very well. Um, and I think you'll see it a little more in game two. They're not wrong either. I think if you can – look, it's not easy to beat Denver. They're going to put up points. That is a very good offense. But if you can – let's say Jokic has 35 points but six assists, you have a chance. Like the Heat have a chance. They need that kind of – night if it's what we saw last night if it's you know 25 and 12 forget about it there's everybody's involved everything's going on and at that point the heat just aren't going to be able to score enough in this series to keep up with them so I think that that's weirdly kind of the plan but that is who Jokic is that's who he's been for a while he is he is really a one of the best game managers there is right now and, and his ability to just always know where the open guy is is amazing you know, and I asked, uh, I had Eric Reed on, the uh, longtime TV play-by-play guy for the Miami Heat on, and we were talking about the idea of, you know, is it a situation where do you just let Joker get all of his points but not let everybody else score? Because, look, if he's getting 25-30 and Murray's getting 30, the Heat have no chance. I mean, if, 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 they, if yeah. it starts getting to be a point where everybody's involved offensively, Heat are going to get run out of the building in this series. It is exactly that. It's it's also, and I mean, this isn't how many how many stars who can pass well have has this been the book on? It was the book on Magic Johnson. Certainly was the book on Steve Nash for a long time, like make him a scorer, not a passer. Um, and LeBron at points, although that was a little bit different. Um, it's definitely the case with him. It's, if if the whole team gets it together, 
And you're right. It's, Murray's going to get his, and that's part of the other problem. With this. It's easy to say turn Jokic into a score. They're going to run that Jokic-Murray pick and roll, and they have the kind of chemistry in a pick and roll partners that you don't see much anymore because they've been together so long, doing it so long, and it's a little little Stockton Malone-like, right? Like they've just been doing it together for so long that they have a real intuitive feel for both what's working and just reading the play and knowing what the other guy is going to do. Kurt, if we say that Greg Popovich is the best coach in the NBA because of all of his long-term success and all the championships and things like that, where does Eric Spolstra go? Where, where does he fit into the mix of everybody else in the coaching ranks of the NBA? I think he's the best coach in the NBA right now. I think Popovich, I mean, it's not like Popovich forgot how to coach, but he's, He's in a different place with that team right, right now, although it's going to be – I think he's excited. I, funny thing is he's really enjoyed the last few years. He is an old-school coach who likes to coach. He likes to work on player development. And when you have a higher-level NBA team or even what Quinn Snyder is dealing, you know, has right now in Atlanta, yeah, you're coaching and you're developing guys and you're setting up schemes, but so much of it is also – ego management and mm-hmm. keeping people happy and, and dealing with the personality issues around any team. Um, you know, and I, Popovich was relatively lucky with that because Tim Duncan, but he still, at the end of the day, I, this is what he likes to do. And now he gets Wemba Yamba. That said, I think Spolster is a better coach, just in a better place right now. I think Spolster is at the absolute top of his game, the best strategic coach in the NBA. And also maybe the best at just, getting everybody to pull the rope in the same direction. Kurt Heelan joining me here on the waitfor.com hotline, lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm fantasy booking now. I mean, I'm, I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. I want desperately to find a way to try to get Jalen Brown here in Atlanta. And, yes, yeah. I know all the financial ramifications, and I get all of it and the trade package and whether or not the Celtics want to move on. I'll ask you in two parts. A, do you think that the Celtics are not going to offer him a super max type of deal? And B, do you think even realistically that the Celtics, if, if unless they get backed in a corner, they really want to trade Jalen Brown? No, I don't think they want to. I, I, first off, I do think they're going to offer the super max, um, that they're just going to put that on the table. And this is one of those situations where, I'm not, you know, look, just talking to people around the league and, and connected and people around Boston. Not everybody sure he really wants to be in Boston long term. But if they offer him the Supermax, and like, like I said, I, ex- I fully expect them to, he's got to take that, man. You don't, that is generational wealth, right? Like, you can't say no to that. My guess is, especially with the looming new CBA that comes down really hard on super high spending teams that it is something more akin to he takes it and you and I will be having a discussion in a year or two years about Jalen Brown wanting out of Boston now. Um, but I think what that's a patient organization, and I think they're going to try to run it back in the short term. The way you get him ultimately and get him to come home to Atlanta is that he forces it, that, that, that it's what he wants. Um, if he doesn't sign that Supermax this summer, if they offer it and they – he doesn't sign it, or if they kind of lowball him, then 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 trade talks start. I, I his comments publicly 
to me, the, the, the you know, I want to be where I'm wanted comments, I think that a lot of people read it as him wanting out. I read it as pay me. <laughs> well, I, I expect that. But if he, but if he's unhappy, you know, then he forces his way out, and he's got a lot of control because at the end of the day, you're, so wherever he goes, he's going to have to sign, so he has some leverage over where he goes. Well, and, and Kurt, I mean, you know, look, it's the NBA. I mean, somebody's going to offer him a super max deal, right? If if if, well, if it's if it's if it's if it's not Boston, is it's somebody not going to offer him a super max deal? I mean, is somebody not going to offer to pay him? You know what what he feels he's worth. They can, but Boston can offer more. Under the right. the, the rules are set up to try to make you help you retain your right, stars, right. right? So so Boston can just offer more. It's five years. It's somewhere between two hundred ninety and three hundred million, depending on exactly where the cap falls. Right. Um, and nobody else can offer more than four years. And I, I, I'm going to forget what that exact number is off the top of my head. Um, two thirty five or two forty, whatever that number yeah, is. Yeah, I think it's two. Uh, I think it's two ninety versus two forty. That. That's yeah, the di- um, I mean, it's like a $50 million difference, but again, if he doesn't get it from Boston, he's going to get it somewhere. Yeah, as so far somebody, as- the, the teams would line up to hand right. him that. You're talking about a 25-year-old all-NBA player at a position of need. Every team in the league could use that guy. And 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 if he became available, every team, not every team, but well, pretty much every team would be lining up <laughs> to try to find a way to make it happen, right? Um, Atlanta would be in that mix, and that's why I'm saying he would have a choice. All the teams that are star hunting right now, including the Knicks and everybody else, would come, and he would have some options about where he wants to be. Um, and I think that'd be the—that's the telling part. There are agents who have I've talked to uh, who have said that once you get into that range, and you're talking north of 240, 250 million. What's I don't want to say what's the difference, but sort of what's the difference at that point? You're talking about so much money and so much generational wealth that is fifty million dollars. This is a weird way to phrase this, but is that fifty million dollars? Is that worth not being happy? At that point, you're making so much money. Would you rather go where you want to go? Um, and for some players, that peace of mind of being in an organization they want to be with or in a city they want to be at or whatever is driving this matters more than anything else. So, Kurt, if let's just for argument's sake say a Jalen Brown is off the table for the Atlanta Hawks, is there anybody else out there that you feel like that could be a a good trade candidate? I mean, I've seen some – Strange names like I've seen Kristaps Porzingis, and I'll be honest with you, no. I don't want anything to do with him. I mean, a seven, um, foot, seven foot three guy who stands thirty feet out from the basket. I, I don't, I don't need that for the Hawks. But is there anybody that you are intrigued by? Is maybe a trade partner uh, to to bring into Atlanta? Yeah. By the way, the Wizards are one to watch. The front office changes they made suggest that they. There could be major changes there, although that would have to really start with with Bradley Beal. And by the way, if Bradley Beal becomes available, I'm not sure that's that's your guy, right? Like an older guy who's very expensive, who's yeah, and another guard. Like that's not really the, the need. Right. Um, but there's other teams. What happens if things devolve in Philadelphia? Um, and there's. I think you're going to see a lot. There's a theory going around. It's funny. I was just talking with a couple of guys last night about this. Here in Denver, 
there's a theory going around that because we're a year away from the new collective bargaining agreements, worst provisions or, or best, you know, most onerous, you know, kick parts kicking in, you're going to see heavy movement this year from teams that want to make additions or get out of this. And so you're going to see some, you're going to see more trades this summer than we've seen in a while and more than we've probably seen in a year just because teams are kind of like, hey, we can kind of make this move now. In a year, it's not really – it's not something we want to do being over that second tax apron, that kind of lead apron they've got out there. So it's going to be interesting. Um, and I, I think that's the beauty of the NBA too, John, is we can talk about, yeah, man, maybe it's Carl Anthony Towns and they're changing things around in – Minnesota because they want to build around Anthony Edwards, which, by the way, wouldn't be the stupidest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something else. But you never know. There's always going to be some name where we're like, really? That guy? It just always seems to happen. Last question for you, Kurt. Is, is there a team that you think could be seller? You, you, you know, you brought the point about getting out of, you know, getting out from underneath everything. Do you think that there's a team in mind? Are, are you eyeballing a particular team that you think that okay, this thing isn't working for whatever reason, and maybe it's time to try to start over? Minnesota's one that I think is, like, I wasn't kidding. I think Carl Anthony Towns has won a lot of teams and and, and have their eye on. Uh, they're kind of they're kind of stuck with Rudy Gobert. That is an untradeable, I don't want to say untradeable, but. Yeah, pretty close. What you, what, <laughs> pretty, pretty close, what you'd have to attach to get rid of it. But that team, between, since just you and me talking, they should be building around Anthony Edwards. Sure. Anthony Edwards is the future there, right? Like, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure that Carl Anthony Towns fits with Edwards perfectly. They're not quite on the same timeline. I, that's one a lot of teams are, are watching. Like I said, there's a lot of eyes on Philadelphia. I mentioned them, um, depending on what James Harden does and kind of how the summer goes. I don't, I don't think they're there yet, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. If, how, how unhappy Joel Embiid be, is suddenly changes everything because then is Tyrus Maxey in play or some other guys that you might be interested I don't Again, Maxey's a guard, so it's not necessarily where Atlanta would want to go, but there are big men and forwards who could become available. And like I said, there's always one. There's always one that catches even us off guard where we're like, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, always, uh, always a very interesting offseason. I'll, I'll hand that to the NBA. It's always a very intriguing offseason. Check him out on his personal Twitter page, at Basketball Talk. He's the lead NBA writer and managing editor for NBCSports.com. And Kurt Heelan joined me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Kurt, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes. Thanks for having Atlanta. me on. And listen, we'll, we'll chat again here soon. I look forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to going to Miami. I'm going to try to find some places to go out at night and see. I don't know if there are any. You know, I, get in, I get in at 10. The city's pretty much closed by then, right? Yeah, and, you know, there's no beaches. There's no pretty girls. I mean, so, listen, I mean, yeah. you'll have nothing to do in Miami. Um, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just going to be in my room working. I, I was going to say read a book. I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> uh, that's about what it is. So, Kurt, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Take, take care, man. You got it. John Chuckery, we'll be back. Sports Radio 99, the game and the Odyssey.com app. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. 
the MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.